Hello, and welcome to the Ford Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I watched it a couple of days ago with some friends and my sister and her friends. And wow, what a film. I can't wait to share my thoughts about it. But before that, the first part of this podcast will be a non-spoiler reaction. So you're safe here with me if you haven't seen the movie yet. Then the second part will be a small segment it will be all spoilers. Don't worry, I'll warn you guys before that part. So yeah, let's get on with the review. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness tells a story about Stephen Strange encountering a young girl named America Chavez who doesn't know how to control her unique powers. America is being chased by a demon and then Strange seeks help from a preoccupied Wanda who is continuously trying to find ways to bring her children back after the Westview incident in WandaVision. The returning characters in this movie, of course, Doctor Strange, played by Benedict Cumberbatch, Christine Palmer, played by Rachel McAdams, Benedict Wong as Wong, and some new ones like Wanda, played by the wonderful Elizabeth Olsen, and America Chavez, played by the young Soshi Gomez, and of course, Sam Raimi steps in to direct this second movie for Doctor Strange. Before watching The Multiverse of Madness, I was definitely excited, mainly because Marvel is really starting to explore the multiverse, especially here in Phase 4 of the MCU. We started with the credit scene of WandaVision exploring the Darkhold. She heard the voices of her children, even though they were already dead at that point. Then Loki, the TV show, aired. That is definitely like the introduction of the multiverse. We learned that there's always been alternate universes, but the TVA just eliminates them as soon as it gets too far from the main timeline, which is 616 based on this movie. And at the end of that, Kang died, and there's no stopping the branch realities. Now does the multiverse. At least that's how I understood it. And then we had the What If series, and then Spider-Man No Way Home as like the first two exploration of the multiverse and now we have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So I was really excited because I was interested to know how Stephen Strange will deal with all of the alternate universes, meet new variants, meet new heroes, and even fight them. Plus Wanda is in this movie, which will automatically make this movie a sorcerer versus a witch matchup. So I was really interested and excited to see that. But at the same time, I was really nervous mainly because the last time Sam Raimi directed a superhero movie with a lot of characters in it, it didn't go very well. And yes, I'm talking about Spider-Man 3 back in 2007. That was not a good movie at all. And even though I loved it when I was a kid, rewatching it as an adult, it's just a really bad film and unwatchable at times. So as much as I was very excited for Multiverse of Madness, I'm reserving some of my emotion because I did not want to get disappointed. But after watching it, I can gladly say, confidently say, it's not Spider-Man 3. Thank God. This movie is fun, it's exciting, scary most of the time, and shocking in all kinds of good ways. It has stunning visuals and phenomenal performances. And so I'm really happy that this turned out to be a really decent sequel for Doctor Strange. What stands out in this movie for me is Wanda. 
she is really good in this movie. Elizabeth Olsen is amazing. I think this is her best performance as Wanda. And most of it is because she's actually the Scarlet Witch in this movie and not just Wanda. And so there's a little bit of a shift in her character, in her personality, in her mindset and motivation turning a bit more darker and evil. The Scarlet Witch is really, really scary in this film. This is the strongest I've ever seen her be. And that's why she's the one that really stands out for me after watching Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Plus, I think her emotional conflict was really effective. Her overall arc really carries the story of the movie, especially having after having a really good setup in previous movies that she's been in, and then having her own show last year. Those really helped a lot in establishing Wanda as a villain in this movie and in setting up the main conflict, conflict of the story. So... Yeah, aside from Elizabeth Olsen's amazing performance and the terrifying version of Evil Wanda, her emotional backstory and overall story arc is what made her shine as a character in the film. Now, did I like the movie overall? I would say yes, definitely. There was no moment while watching this film that I felt like this wasn't what I was looking for. It's not a perfect film by any means. It has its obvious flaws but overall at the very least this movie is entertaining from top to bottom like i said wanda was amazing as the villain america chavez is a great addition to the mcu another young character introduced in the mcu i feel like every installment now has like a passing of the torch kind of story in it like a mentor-mentee relationship because we are in the phase four now a lot of actors are getting older and their fees are get are just getting higher and higher, like Benedict Cumberbatch. So I feel like it's pretty obvious that Marvel is doing their best to introduce as much new characters in the MCU while people are still watching the original the original characters from previous phases of the MCU. And in this case, America Chavez is the new and young character. And after watching the movie, I'm definitely interested in her future. She was great in this movie, although she wasn't very familiar with her powers yet. She was a pretty important part of the story. She has a tragic past, an interesting and important ability that is very pivotal to the story. So yeah, looking forward to her future. As for Doctor Strange himself, this is his second movie. His, his first movie is like six years ago, if I'm not mistaken. 2016? And then That's a really long time. For a sequel to be made. I mean, a lot has changed since his first movie. And to call this movie a sequel to that feels really strange. No pun intended. Because after watching The Multiverse of Madness, I can't really say if it's a direct continuation of the story in the first one. This movie is more of a multiverse event movie and not a Doctor Strange sequel and i'm trying to think if that's a good thing or a bad thing because this is just the reality that we live in now especially with mcu movies individual franchises doesn't exist anymore you really have to watch this you have to watch that show you have to watch you have to watch this show to understand and keep up with what you are currently watching because if you don't watch everything there's a really big possibility that you're you'll get 
lost in the story as you are watching a movie. And for me, that will always be a storytelling weakness, no matter what. If you rely on previous movies or TV shows too much for this particular story to be understood, then that's a storytelling weakness. And so I guess, even though I had a great time watching this film, I really feel bad for Doctor Strange as a character because I felt like his story, his movie, is being used as an event movie to tell other people's story. And yes, I'm talking about Wanda and America Chavez. They were more of a focus in this film than Doctor Strange, and that's really unfortunate because this is his film. And there's barely any growth for him in his own movie, as a sorcerer especially. Yes, there was some story arc for him, and I really actually loved it, no spoilers. But yeah, he had at least a small emotional arc in this movie, and that affected me in the end because it was actually beautiful and emotional, plus the performance of Benedict Cumberbatch was really convincing. But other than that, for the most part, Strange was just an explorer of the multiverse, just like everybody else in the movie. There was no real lesson for him as a sorcerer, I feel like. There was no growth as the Doctor Strange. And I don't know if that makes any sense, what I just said, but basically I needed more of Doctor Strange because it felt like it was just in the movie trying to solve things as it happens, and there's no real payoff for him to grow upon as a character. But still, his tricks are pretty cool in this one. He has come a long way as a sorcerer since his first movie, so it's only inevitable to be better with his spells and powers. He also is a more composed person now because he is more experienced. And Benedict Cumberbatch is just the best. He acted this one out, honestly, I think. Everyone did a great job with their performances. Even Benedict Wong was still phenomenal as Wong. I love Wong. I mean, who doesn't love Wong? So, yeah. Sam Raimi. I want to talk about Sam Raimi for a bit. If you don't know Sam Raimi, he was the director of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies 20 years ago. And he is also known for being really good in the horror genre. And I really enjoyed the horror element in this movie. It's not the main genre of the film, but there are parts that was definitely scary and actually bloody too. There was some gory deaths in in this film and I was really enjoying it. And I love that because it's new to the MCU. Sam Raimi really put his mark in this movie to the way it was it sounded, to the way it was shot, to the dialogue, everything. And I'm glad because the movie has its own personality. I specifically like the way Sam Raimi used colors. This movie is one of the more vibrant MCU films recently. He uses warm colors very effectively and the camera work is also Sam Raimi. It's not your generic superhero camera movement. There's definitely a distinction and uniqueness to the way this movie was shot. And as it should, because the characters in this film deals with magic and multiverses and everything. So it should look different and unique. And it was. Now for the technical aspects. Visually, again, this movie was such a beautiful watch. The colors are much more lively. The action sequences are unique and fun. The cinematography is good. The musical score is kind of different. And I had to get used to it first before getting comfortable. But 
I would say it still is very good and it has its own personality and that's mainly because of the direction of Sam Raimi. Overall, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is a fun multiverse adventure. I don't think this should have been Doctor Strange 2 because I don't think it is. I think this is an event movie. I've heard people having issues with the pacing of the movie. For me, personally, I didn't mind it. My issue with the film are mostly about Doctor Strange not being the main focus of the story and also some spoiler issues. But other than that, the movie is really investing, especially if you have been faithfully following the movies and the shows of the MCU. The villain in Scarlet Witch is really terrifying. Wanda really stole the show. America Chavez is an interesting addition to the MCU. The performances are all strong, especially Elizabeth Olsen and Benedict Cumberbatch as the lead characters. The movie is beautiful to look at. I enjoyed the horror element of it. And it's just a fun, honest, multiverse adventure. And so I'm going to give Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness a B. Now, before I go on my short spoiler segment, I just want to say, if you are one of my friends or a Filipino listener, the elections are literally on Monday. Vote wisely. We can't let the wrong person be the president. There's still time to educate people, try to convince them to vote the rightful person in a healthy conversation, and always be safe out there and do your research on how to act accordingly in the precincts on Monday. This is for our country, so vote wisely and be safe. Now, spoiler warning for this part, for those who don't want any spoilers, thank you for listening up until this point, but now it's time to talk about cameos. Okay. For the cameos, I admit, I expected a lot of cameos than what we actually got, but nevertheless, the Reed Richards reveal surprised the heck out of me. I did not expect that at all. I avoided all the trailers and fan theories for me to be surprised. And man, did I get surprised. That was such a well-kept secret. And I'm really impressed. And can you imagine if Sony was able to keep things a secret about No Way Home? I think I would have died in the theaters if I wasn't expecting three Spider-Man together fighting bad guys. But... Yeah, that was just such a well-kept secret. So, credits credits to Marvel. Also, Profe- Professor X, which was in the trailers. I'm just so glad to see him back. Wonderful scenes with him too. The way he didn't give up on 616 Strange. That was such a very touching moment. He has so much wisdom. And I just love Patrick Stewart as Professor X. And I'm glad he was able to come back. As that character in this film. For the others, Black Bolt, Captain Marvel, Captain, Car- Captain Carter, they were fun to see. And it was sad to see them die brutally. But yeah, I also noticed when they were fighting Wanda, they fought her individually, which was kind of weird. Aren't they supposed to be a team? That was an issue for me because if they're gonna die, at least give us some team effort and not a one-by-one fight as the other members of the Illuminati die, right? I just felt like they kind of underestimated Wanda, who was very obviously the strongest in the room. 
I would have loved to have watched a better fight from the Illuminati versus Wanda. That was kind of disappointing. Also, 838 Mordo, or just the character of Mordo in general, disappointed me in this movie. I felt like he was also underutilized. In the first film in 2016, I felt like he was kind of set up to be the next villain for Doctor Strange. And in the in the end, 616 Mordo didn't even appear in this movie. And so that was kind of dis- disappointing because I feel like he is such a motivated character. And to have him be just an extra in the movie felt very wrong. In the end, I was kind of underwhelmed with the cameos. I expected a lot more characters. I even expected Loki to be here. Also, the movie was very short. It's only two hours. I expected a lot more runtime for the movie. I expected I, I expected a lot more Doctor Strange variant. I and the movie title actually is kind of misleading too because the multiverse of madness is just not right for the story. The multiverse wasn't going mad. Wanda is the one who's gone mad, so that was kind of confusing because there was no realities colliding in this movie, so the title of the movie doesn't really make sense. And lastly, the one thing that I really liked about Stephen Strange's story in this movie is that he was able to accept in himself his feelings for Christine, even though in a lot of universe. And even in his own universe, they really don't end up together in the end, no matter how much they try. I really love that. I actually cried in their scene together in the end, where Strange said, I love you in every universe. That felt very real, and I really cried. Like, really cried. Like, like I said earlier, Benedict Cumberbatch was amazing. And that scene when he said that line, I love you in every universe, I really felt that. You can see it in the way he said it. You can see it in his eyes during that scene that he really loves Christine, no matter what version of Christine there is. He is he is really good. Benedict Cumberbatch acted, acted, really acted in this movie. And that scene really made me very emotional. It was such a beautiful moment and sad at the same time. I hope... They end up together after all of this because they really deserve each other. Okay, that is everything. Thank you for listening to my review of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Fort Louise for questions, opinions, and updates. Also, I'm planning to put this podcast on YouTube. Hopefully, I can make that happen. Thank you as always. Look forward to more episodes. This is the Ford Podcast. Check back soon on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Mm-hmm.